0: Jesse. Oh, you right. There. How are you, man? We finally did it. I know. We finally did it. We've been talking about it for ages. Mm. We at. We got coffee together
1: a few weeks ago and we basically did a podcast while we sat there. Yeah. I remember you saying like, oh, we should be filming this because we were like, there for like two hours just talking. Should we just put my phone down? Yeah. Except dogs and people in the background. But I, I wanted to do it properly because your story is like really cool. How long have you had this podcast for? Because I've obviously known you for since I was seventeen, probably looking like yeah. seven, eight years now.
0: Did I meet you at Muscle Heart first?
1: Yeah, I met you at Muscle Heart when oh, yeah. you were just going to do your competition, and I was interested in competing, and I was like asking you for advice. Yeah, and I was so seventeen, weird. and you would have been. How old are you now? You're thirty now. I'm thirty-one. Thirty-one. How so you would have. You? Yeah, I'm twenty-four now. So, oh, so I would
0: have been a fair bit older than you. You would have been
1: probably my age now when I met you. How old are you now? Twenty-four. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I was like in the peak of like just before my peak in my bodybuilding career yeah well, career i don't know how you yeah. call it that but like i was in pretty crazy shape and mm. you being 17 you must have been like oh this is like the gold yeah the uh, yeah
1: i remember looking at you and i asked you how heavy you were and you were like i'm 71 72 and i was like 82 and i looked like trash and i was yeah, like yeah. how are you 10 kilos less than yeah. me and you look like that i was just about to do a comp so i dropped like eight yeah.
0: kilos and whatnot i ended up getting up. my best stage weight was around 79 80 kilos and that's where I sit right now, obviously not as lean and as big as before, but healthy. Mm. But, um, you know, it's funny, like you would ask me for advice and look up to me then. And then years go by and I see what you do in your career and your success. And I'm messaging you like, mm. asking about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. And I'm being that guy that's like, yeah, How do you get success and who does your tax and whatnot. Well, but- it's just
1: different areas, you know, like obviously I looked up to you and your nutritional health side. And when I was 17, I wasn't financially like I, I wasn't there yet at all. I wasn't yeah, really yeah. anything. But yeah, I was looking up to you with your fitness side, nutrition, because I wasn't really, I was just entering that game. And you were like the guy that I was like, oh man, I need to learn from this guy. Yeah, yeah. And even yeah. now, like even, you know, I've done okay in the business world, I still look at you when you're at fitness and health. And I yeah. think, yeah, you've got that all together. And I don't know, it's just learning from people. No one's got all, like no one's figured it all out. So learning pieces exactly. from other people are And I think it's, it's pretty
0: rare to find someone in real life to actually have something like that you look up to or that can that that can give you advice and stuff. These days it's like you follow someone and it's like smoke and mirrors and, you know, amazing bodies and millionaires and whatnot. But to have someone in your local gym mm. just doing posing practice or doing weights and yeah. you'd be able to go, Hey man, how are you? And I've always been like a super, super like I always say this to people and I think this is pretty similar to you. Like we grew up, you know, pretty similar but like I grew up kinda of like gimpy country boy but I've never really changed from that mm. there was times where I, I would be like acting a little bit different because like, i've got a comp coming up i'm busy or my social media grows or like you know you, you get a car or something and you like you got confidence but for someone like you asking me at the gym for like a little bit of advice or having a chat i always have time yeah it was never like yeah, man, I'm fucking busy. I'll talk to you later. Like, I, I understand people who are like C Bums level or like yeah. a movie star. Like, that's different. You're getting harassed constantly. But I've I always had time for people and I'm, I'm always the same. And I, I think you've kept similar to that as well. Like,
1: yeah, I mean, it's there's no point in changing, you know? Yeah. What, uh, what does Drake say? Drake says, like, I like it when money makes a difference but don't make you different. I love it's that. It's true, you know? That's so true. So many people just, just change. But before you have good money, or
0: a really good physique or whatever you don't believe people say that like drake like like you hear the quotes or you hear people saying that and it's like until you have what you've always wanted then you can give a reaction after yeah, that yeah a hundred percent it, it does change some people
1: it does and i think it only expands like your current personality too like um even there's a saying that says uh, you, you know, when uh, people say like rich people are the greediest people and poor, yeah. you know, but the thing is like, if you don't give a dollar out of $10, you're never going to give a million out of 10 million. Yeah. So yeah. like when you make success, um, that only just amplifies your current personality that you had. So yeah, if exactly. you are an egotistical, uh, you know, sort of um, obnoxious person, it's just going to make you worse. Yeah,
0: that's so true. I always say that about um,
1: steroids
0: about um people who learn how to fight or whatever like is that on vibrate yeah but it shouldn't vibrate there just put it on the mat so it doesn't make as much noise Not just oh you got it yeah sweet um so like yeah people people who people who are angry and want to fight if they get into martial arts we're going to keep <laughs> yeah. doing that but if someone who's yeah. like it's always the nerdy assassins who are in the ufc and mma and stuff mm. you know it's like that young guy that's in one it um one championship who's a jiu-jitsu guy he's like the young dude yeah, yeah. was on joe rogan yeah um he's like a full nerd and he's an assassin like yeah. he's, and he's so nice and you wouldn't think like i feel sorry for anyone who tries to jump him or something when he's walking down the street getting beats or something like
1: well i was talking to the guy i trained with david the other day he's Australian lightweight champion in mma um you know current champion an absolute animal, savage, but I asked him, like, has he ever been in a street fight? Like, what was your, like, experience growing up? Never been in a street fight, never been even in a, like, any sort of, um, like, tassel in school, nothing. Altercation, nothing. Just nothing. I wish my life
0: was like that, but I suppose growing up in a country town or being, being in the positions I was in was half my fault, but there were some situations I had no way of route, but that just means that, like, he Was around pretty good people and just luck as well,
1: yeah. And he just, en- yeah, I guess, I guess, just enjoyed the sport, like you know, he yeah. didn't have to come from a, uh, from the hood, you know, to end up bashing people. So, let's get on to the first thing I want to ask you. So,
0: I meet you when you're 17, yeah. You're just a normal kid, doing a teenage training or whatever, yeah. You know, you wanted to get into like uh, INBA fitness competition and stuff, mm. I think you did something like that, yeah. I did that, um, but. What's crazy is within a few years, by the time I catch up with you again properly, you're like balls deep into cryptocurrency and and Bitcoin. And and this is like early, early days. Like people always say, oh, I always knew. And well, if you always knew you should have bought, like Mm. you were literally one of those people that just like understood, like you did a lot of research and, and you had that personality type that was very like, you loved the information side of things. Yeah, And then within a year of seeing that you were playing around with crypto, you had crazy success to the point where like, it was unbelievable for me to like, try to understand. Yeah. So to give the viewers and the listeners a little bit of an outlook, you pretty much went from someone who had no financial support from like family or whatever, like no handouts, no one's given you money. Um, and someone, a friend of yours's father or something gave you a tip off that crypto was going to be really good or something and and then you just went into the full study mode
1: yeah so when i was 13 i I met him and um he got me into it Uh, i think bitcoin was like 200 dollars or something and um i bought you know a few bitcoin every week while i was working a few
0: bitcoin sounds crazy saying that
1: yeah every single week but i didn't keep it all from 2013 i bought and i traded anyone that says they bought bitcoin for like ten dollars they didn't hold it until now no no whenever it was up you would sell it. you would have sold it yeah you want a new shirt when you're like 17 exactly i sold. i remember my first car i bought a honda accord it was four thousand dollars and i sold like i think 11 bitcoin for it or something like that but you know you trade it here and there so it's only worth what it is at that time exactly man no one can predict the future um so that was when i was 13 and then fast forward to i was 2000 and 17 was when we had the first little bull run, um, which is pretty good. Made a little bit of money, not crazy amounts, but it probably, when you say not crazy amounts, probably like nothing like 50, 100k, yeah, yeah. Well, that's crazy amounts for a 20, like 19, yeah, 18 year but old. I was doing well in business, so like I was oh, okay. always doing well in business, um, like around that age. So I joined my first multi level marketing company while well in a yeah. while well, when I was 17. Before that, I was running some digital, uh, some like online e commerce stores, yeah, um. And then when I was like 18, I started a marketing company and I still run that now. And that's been like the bread and butter for yeah. like- You always got to have something as like- Yeah, and that's oh, the money I use to invest in, the cryptocurrency, you know, yeah. trade in cryptocurrency and then trade and
0: cryptocurrency. I think if people are all relying on like a kind of like a, a chance-based skeptical kind of currency, with, when I say this, I mean, shares are the same. Dollars are the same right now. We're seeing inflation go crazy. Yeah. And the money that I have saved in my account is worth less and less all the yeah. time. The number stays the same, but it's not worth as much. You know yeah. what I mean? So when I say skeptical, I mean like anything basically. Yeah. We know. live in a
1: world where having cash is risky now. Yeah, yeah. You know, banks are collapsing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, when someone says, oh, crypto's risky. Well, what isn't now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
0: just to put some like points into it, because, you know, when a kid's Basically, when I was 17, 18, I had an old Commodore wagon that was like $2,000 and I had to borrow half the money from a mate of a mate and pay him back for like six months off my Centrelink payments. Like, I'm talking, that's what my life was like, 17. Um, at what stage did you make your first like 50K? Uh,
1: it wasn't from crypto, it was from business, uh, it wanted me from my... I run a digital marketing agency, which has evolved over time. It's been so many different things over the yeah. years. Um, but that was my first, my first bag, you can say, I made from that. So when I was 20, 20 I made my first million from that. Holy uh, shit. So From that marketing company, just that, like not crypto. And that was uh, with me and my partner, Walter. We did that yeah. together. So that was yeah, million-dollar-a-year business uh, when I was 20 from that. Yeah. And then when I was 21, uh, that's when the last crypto boom Ooh. went. And that's when I really, that's when last started to really change. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I seen you in like private jets going to fucking Hamilton <laughs> Island and shit. And at this stage, I don't understand what you're doing, but I was like, this is like another level. Um, so we kind of skipped a bit, like, so obviously we want to look at the big numbers, but like lifestyle wise stuff would have changed and you know what's crazy about this you were still living at um at your mum's like for most of this time yeah like you weren't nothing, spending yeah. on crap like yeah you know you were still young you were smart about it um and you waited until you got into like big money before you spent it on stuff but like so it, at what well, you were saying at 20 or 21 you made like a million from your, your your own marketing company, company yeah. Yeah, marketing company um you obviously made like maybe a hundred k when you were like 18 or
1: 19. Yeah. Between 18, 19. Yeah. 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 From crypto marketing. Like you don't just make a million dollars every night. No, like, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's gradual. A lot of these guys that try to sell these like business courses
0: online are like standing in front of their Ferrari or whatever. That's probably on like a, a rental or a, you know, month to month lease or whatever. And, and they're like, how to make a million in the first year. And it's like,
1: that's not how it works. It's not how it works, but it is like a progressive uh, and then, like, a catapulted growth. It's like that story of the Japanese or Chinese bamboo tree or whatever. Like, okay. you, you, you water it for like six weeks or however, however long, and then eventually it goes burns. up. Like, we, I was running that company since I was 17, 18. And then, you know, for years, we weren't really making much money at all. But then when we started making money, it really did kind of explode. So, like even though money came in all at once, it was years and years of work so
0: true uh, for that. It's because most people quit in the first 12 months of a business. Yeah. And that's where people are like, oh, we don't have any. Like, if you haven't been doing business for a year, people research these things. They want to see someone's been in the industry for a while. Like, Booty by Jack's wasn't successful for the first like eight or nine months. I was mm. still working full time personal training at the gym. Yeah. And, you know, I just kept working kept on it, going. just kept working on it. And then 12 months, I had a, a good wind is because I proved to everyone that was either watching or following who was just at the distance. I'm not ready to try programs or try the app or whatever until I've seen success. Mm. Um, and it's also just people want to see how the person reacts to yeah. like. I didn't change as a trainer or a person. I kept telling people the same things, like what works for growth, yeah. what to eat, um, discipline. You know, I didn't change it. I didn't try to sell things differently. So you get to a mill and that's mostly like the company that yeah. you first had. And then obviously you would have invested some of that money into crypto. Into crypto. And, and then and- the boom happened pretty well-timed as well. Yeah, And then life changed fucking real quick.
1: Yeah. Shit was yeah. a lot different. And again, that all goes back to just not like in the first place, like just staying consistent at the business to then, you know, make it successful down the track. Like you were doing Booty by jacks for nine months until you saw the flower blossom. And from experience, I found there's like two main reasons why people quit early. One, they just give up because they don't see success. And two, they get the shiny object syndrome. And I've yeah. had that all the time and I think that's the worst thing. Like the number one reason why people quit is because they do go on social media and let's say they're trying to start a drop shipping store and they see a new ad from a new mentor that says they've made all this money from Amazon mm-hmm. FBA or Forex trading and they just constantly leap onto the next shiny object. Jump ship or whatever. jump ship all yeah. the time until they give the current business enough time to actually grow and succeed. So it's like a relationship. It's like anything. It's like anything. You need a You got to water that garden. You got to really nurture it, and you got to put the time in. Nothing's going to come easy. So I've learned this from having a puppy. It's like it's anything. The first few weeks, like this thing is a fucking
0: absolute. And you want to give it away? Crazy, like. <laughs> well, you don't want to give it away, but you're losing sleep and there's shit going on and they're not obedient and they're running away from you and it's just like a big ball of stress and you're like how's this going to get any better and then you put time and energy mm. and then all of a sudden you don't even realize you're like oh my god it came back when I called this name Yeah. oh it's giving me more I'm getting more happiness than what the suffering was like it's that mm. you, the cross point on the graph it's like the happiness versus yeah, suffering exactly. that, that happens in business eventually yeah. too and
1: there's just those little like little uh, things that you notice like yeah like he's, coming, he's calling my name oh he's like yeah he's doing little things that's kind of improving I read a book uh, by Tony Robbins, I think, Awaken the Giant Within. And he talks about like the happiness trap and the fact that the reason why people aren't so happy is because they've set these gigantic goals that they've, uh, that they've um, you know, set, let's say, two or three years in the future. And they say, I'm not going to really be happy until I've reached that. And that keeps them in a state where they're unhappy for two or three years until they've reached that goal. Yeah. Where he recommends you just... What you've got to do is... Um, Make those goals smaller. Yeah. Make them more uh, like attainable. achievable and attainable on a regular basis. That way, like, let's say you make celebrating the small celebrating wins. the small wins. You know, yeah. like uh, if you're lacking, let's say, hydration or something like, you got to get the, your water in or like yeah. uh, fitness. Like, you can tick that off each day that you've exercised. And every single time you achieve those little goals, you subconsciously become happier because you're achieving those goals and not setting this one gigantic goal three years in the future where you're going to be living. in in, an unattainably um, unhappy And what's really
0: ironic about that is, I've done this before a few times where I'm like, once I get that house or that car, or once my account reaches this amount, that will be happiness. Mm. Like my life will be happier. But I realized that happiness doesn't cost anything. Yes, you can't pay your rent in hugs. Like Mm. you've got to have something. And yes, you need to buy food or whatnot. But there's people around me that i meet all the time that are living out of their vans or like just living bare minimum and they're much happier than me on average when i'm aiming that when i get this new car that i ordered or when my business reaches when i get 300 clients online yeah. and then i'll celebrate for being a good trainer or what i won't i won't celebrate my wins on the way up and my mum always tells me like you got to stop and smell the roses mm. like otherwise what is it most men spend most of their t- like late twenties? Like, First of all, we smell the roses a lot when we're early twenties. Like, I don't know if you would've done it as much because you were pretty focused on business, but I went out a bit and when I stopped competing in like 25, 24, 25, I had a break from competing and I started going out and like having a good time or whatever. And I smelled the roses. And then you go into like double down time where it's like, I've got to get a property, I've got to be successful, married, like all these timeline things from American movies. Um, And then most men get to like late thirties and they're like depressed and suicidal and, and fucking anxiety. And they're like, once I get that new land cruiser and that boat, you know, that, you know, I'll be happy, you know, once I get this handbag for my missus or like, and before you know it, you've
1: literally lost like your golden years. Yeah. It's a happiness trap. You know, it it traps a lot of people. How many times do you hear people say, you know, I wasted my twenties or, you know, I wish I did more you know. So I love, I just
0: love having someone on the potty that has literally had like a million dollars worth of assets and not just a property, like actual profit, million dollars worth of profits sitting between like savings and crypto. And I actually, you know what, I pulled you up on it one time when a few years ago, I was like, I want to see some numbers. Cause I was like, disbelief. And I remember you showed me half a million dollars in Ethereum like on a laptop and i'm just like what the fuck is going on here like yeah and going to that stage so you, you'd made a fair bit of money you'd you know you'd done some cool things you'd bought some expensive things like you've had a remember you picked me up in your when you first got your audi ra mm, so you picked that, yeah. me up and that thing was so fucking loud the engine was like right behind it and i'm like this thing would be so annoying on the highway but fucking <laughs> hell, it's fun to drive yeah then you've you've had and McLaren, you've had literally, you could literally buy whatever car you wanted, you know, most common properties on the coast you could afford afforded, whatnot. But there was a time where you were like anxious and, and unhealthy, but yeah. you, were, you were like in between the, the boom and everything was happening. I remember spending time with you and I couldn't have a conversation with you because you were just on edge yeah you're like checking your phone because you'd be going up 50k now, every every <laughs> 10 seconds and you like, i've got to call this guy because i've got to sell this and and i was like i actually looked at the time and i thought where's that young jesse from the gym who was like really eager to learn yeah. and relaxed and yeah i
1: cringe a little bit looking back because i remember that same day you, you came over you we had brekkie i think before and yeah, he came yeah. over and showed you the house and yeah it was just a wild time and you never really realize it until you take a step back. Like I was in the picture, and yeah, you, know, you were looking back, and you know, you were looking at the frame, and and you could see, and I couldn't. Yeah, but you have to go through that. Uh, yeah, so I, I would be the same if I had literally was fifty k
0: up and down within like ten minutes of standing there. Like, yeah, I literally sent it on your laptop. I'm like, wow. Like if and you're aware of it because you were sometimes day trading and and doing yeah. other stuff, and you had a lot going on and. You know i think it's a good thing to go through that because i never said anything at the time because i'm like man i would be just the same and also i'm a little bit older so it's like you need to go through this yourself but then i caught up with you just you know recently and i just seen a massive change like yeah completely opposite <laughs> person and this is the bit that i'm really intrigued to talking about so you go from basically millionaire business crypto private jets so many different cars like you know just abundance of of stuff that you'd think that make you really happy but your health wasn't that good and then I asked you the question what changed you and I want you to tell the story what happened to you recently
1: yeah so um 2021 it was I was uh I was 22 um it was hectic like just the time and the scope of what was going on you know, crypto was booming there were times where you know, like you had all the, had a bunch of guys around all the time, like trading and just like having fun and, you know, buying all these cars and, and all this, like, un looking back, unfulfilling things that yeah, I was yeah. trying to capitalize on, like, um, you know, all these experiences that were fun looking back, I, you know, I wouldn't do that anymore. Um, but what changed for me was I had a minor heart attack. Um, That's fucking crazy, yeah. bro. Yeah, You
0: say that, like, so easy, but, like, it blew me away when you said that to me when we were at the yeah. coffee shop. I was like, we need to talk about this. Like, this is like, yeah. there is other men or or anyone, women, men, whatever, right now, you were absolutely healthy before that. Yeah, like, when I say you were unhealthy, you were, like, stressed and you were doing stuff all the time and maybe losing a little bit of sleep and stuff, but you weren't
1: overweight. You weren't, you know... you. were still gymming, still, like... You know i was eating out a lot so like nutritionally probably wasn't the best but, but i was still jimmy i was fit i wasn't fat i wasn't overweight you weren't less healthy than most 22 year olds no no, three, no i was definitely more healthy like i still was gymming and you know, yeah, I, I looked you know i still looked like i did normally but it was just stress the and mental the mind, anxiety so
0: many screens so much intense moments yeah you're
1: like. yeah, waking up in panics like because you know you have trades that might have gone well or gone uh, gone bad and you know it's yeah it really overtook my life. So I had a minor heart attack one night and um, and then for like six weeks after that, I had to constantly get those like, oh, I think they're called ultrasounds yeah, yeah. Those on, on, on my heart, you know, to get it monitored and take like, these tablets and blood pressure tablets and things like that. My blood pressure was through the roof. And um, what, ne-
0: was the, what was the first, let me just take it back. What was the first reaction when you went to the hospital?
1: You obviously would have Um, went to hospital pretty quickly yeah well what I was thinking was it's a heartburn (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. obviously you're just thinking about like am I gonna be okay Mm. but then you know I didn't really reflect on what happened until a few weeks after like at the moment I just thought it was like like one of those anomalies that happened like I didn't immediately think like oh this is because of the stress of me living my life right now I didn't think that until I looked back a few weeks later and I was like what happened? Like why I have no history of that in my family. Why why did this happen to me? And then that's when I started really just looking into like, what am I doing? Like like I'm not the same seventeen year old Jesse that I was. Yeah. I'm so different now. Like yeah. I, was, I was so different. And I kinda hated the person that I was. Like I was waking up just you know just You were on all the time. On all the time. Like you know like it got to a point after that when I was looking back and you know, and at that stage, you know, I had, um, I had the McLaren, and I just stopped driving it. I just never drove it pretty much again because I hated the way it made me feel driving so it. So much ego
0: and oh, so much man. pressure when you're in a, a fast
1: yeah. supercar, right? Eh? Like I hated, yeah, I hated cons- constantly portraying this life. Like, even though, like, it was real. You could afford it. It was real, so it wasn't fake. But the thing is, like, at that time, I was running mentorship groups on how to make money in crypto and business and i was tired of all these gurus doing that but not showing themselves that like most of these guys that sell these courses make all their money from the courses yeah I know, I and it. so i wanted to just show people that look you know i've done it and now i'm going to teach it and that's the only reason you why can- i bought all this you know all, all these cars and you know i spent like over a million dollars in cars in a you know, period of like 10 months and uh, like all the jets and all these experiences, I only did that to portray this lifestyle on social you want to, media. And it does work. To like, yeah, to sell my business, and it worked. You want so, to show proof? Yeah. But at some stage, that proof
0: is proof is unhealthy.
1: Oh, uh, and it, and it killed me because that's not who I was. You know, yeah, it wasn't yeah. who I was. So like, it got to a stage where I wouldn't drive my car anymore because I just hated the way it made me feel. Like I was driving past, you know, there's homeless people around. It's like you know, just people struggling around. And here i am in a half million dollar car uh literally i couldn't do it I, like if anyone saw my car driving around the coast it was most likely like my housemate or something yeah I, I
0: seen i seen your mate in your black car a few the G times wagon like, or, yeah uh, well uh the
1: mercedes Lamborghini for a bit you oh yeah
0: something for a bit it was like a lambo or something. yeah that
1: was uh that's my friend walter's car yeah but yeah um, but i've also seen him driving around at one of your cars before and i'd never even seen you in your mclaren i didn't really see you for a bit i didn't see it at all like, i didn't have it long yeah, yeah. I, I just stopped driving i, I couldn't i couldn't I, I just hated you know and that's you know, i love i love cars and you yeah. know I mean, this is I'm not an attack on anyone in cars too yeah i love them but it's just i was at a stage where i was like what am i doing i'm 22 23 driving around in this um it's i didn't like the way it made me feel it's not who i am so i just sold it um got rid of it i don't i don't have any of that stuff anymore um you know i don't wear any of like the, the fancy like you know watches anymore fendi and I'm, oh, i've yeah. never been into that but, but yeah yeah. I, yeah i'm just hands free from you, that now you
0: used to like wear like a pretty expensive watch sometimes. yeah like
1: Rolexes and stuff i don't i don't do that anymore i'm just i'm so over i barely even post on social media do you like, feel like the pressure just so much just more just chill oh, man it's like i've stopped my mentorship groups i just like cancelled all the memberships. It's still it was the biggest mentorship group in Australia and I just I just stopped it. Yeah, you know, I just cancelled everyone's subs. I just said like that's enough. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm just gonna focus on my health. After your minor heart attack,
0: it's like you could you could have millions of dollars and be in a grave. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's And what type of people does that attract into your life? Exactly. Like other than myself and maybe a few other people like you probably don't really know anyone from before you had all this like like you've got your close friends and whatnot but you found that like and i've seen this and stuff and some of them are really good people they just want to be around fun stuff so i'm not saying anything against these people but a lot of people want to be around you when you're showing that stuff yeah it's like who wants to be around you when you're not showing that stuff those people that you want to
1: be around you exactly Mm -hmm. and you definitely see that see that flip But even now, I still get messages, um, you know, like, hey, man, like, you know, what advice can you give me? I'm trying to, like, you know, make millions of dollars in business. And my advice now is so different. Like, just take care of your health Health first. Um, Just figure out why you want to do it again. Like, uh, secondly, figure figure out why you want to do it. And then, like, just it's really, it's almost hard to tell someone that hasn't had it yeah you know it's um it's like that saying what that says um everyone wants to be happy like um everyone says that money might won't make you happy but people still want to find out for themselves you know they won't listen to it they want to find out and i get that i would i'm the same but looking back now money's nice success is nice um but it's there's so much more to life than that smelling the roses like you said yeah Going out, watching, looking at a sunset—little things that money can't buy, uh, where the real, the real appreciation and value of life comes. It's so true, man. And it's wild.
0: I literally, in real time, watched all these changes in you. Yeah. And like I said, I never said, I never spoke (laughs) to, never spoke to when you were in the always-on mode because I'm like, I can't no one can try to tell you like to change. You have to go through something to change. Yeah. And if it got really bad, I would have definitely been like, I think I dropped hints when, by just being around you and being a little bit more calm. And I'm, I've got ADD, so I should be the one that's always on. But I remember being around you and being like, I'm just gonna go to the beach by myself and just chill out for an hour. And you're just like, yeah, yeah, sweet. Like I've got laptop open here and you've got another person. Yeah, I wasn't There's gonna like do that. Three guys in your house. <laughs> one guy's playing Call of Duty. He's just like happiest day. He doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> There's a million dollars in this laptop. I was like. It was wild, but I, I I love having people on the podcast like this and I love speaking to you about this because like I've literally seen the change in real time and it's so genuine and you've been through like here, here and here and the crazy thing is I actually think I've seen you have more rich, like when I say rich experiences, like fulfilling rich experiences, like you traveled through Europe, you know, you're with people like you've got your partner or whatnot and it's like there's so much going on that I see and you just like when I seen you at the cafe a few months ago you're about to go back overseas whatever but you just slowed down chill just like everything's like you've got time to make more money here yeah and I think that's the thing like what experiences can you have without being like fully rich that are really giving back to you there's a lot like you're getting into martial arts now which is really awesome i think you're always someone who is interested in that but when you're go 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 you don't have the time to do that yeah and it's very humbling yeah when you're driving a lambo or a mclaren or whatever g-wagon all the different cars and you've got a fancy watch on and fancy clothes and this and this aura that you're like all this like to go to a
1: jiu-jitsu class for the first time is very humbling oh and to get smashed by guys half your size younger than you yeah it's humbling but because i you know i got into that once you know i you know realized the humbling of myself as well it wasn't that hard of a pill to swallow like i'm okay now like, i don't care yeah, yeah, like yeah. even now like, i don't care you know if i roll with someone and they they submit me in 10 seconds but if i were to start that let's say in 2021 when i had like everything and thought yeah. i was like you know, all that, like it would have been a different, it would have been definitely different, but yeah, it's definitely been good as well. Just to be in a new place where, you know, it's, it's a new field, learning a new language. It's it's starting from beginning and realizing that, yeah, it's, you, you just, you gotta be a sponge and soak up and learn from people. And yeah. So what's a, like your, your daily, your daily
0: role many you know a few years ago when you're at that heightened level before the um, minor heart attack would have been all over the place lots of screen time lots of checking
1: stuff lots so of- my screen time uh there was a period where uh i still got screenshots of my phone somewhere my screen time was around 20 hours a day holy shit yeah between That's breaking any record i've seen yeah, yeah between 18 and 20 hours of screen time a day which means like yeah, that's... Like two hours of sleep. Two hours, yeah, four hours of sleep, basically, because yeah, I was yeah. the whole day on my phone. Yeah. Um, but, you know, those times, like, that was when, like, I was running stuff. I was, it was all business. Like, it was everything all, was yeah. money-focused. And now, you know, I've, I do a lot of dopamine detoxes now where I will go on my phone for 30 minutes a day. I think that is...
0: Let's talk about that, man. I've had to... Like, I'm heading over to Indonesia soon, and I'm going to be doing a mild version of that with my like ADD and my business kind of driven mind, it's, you can't really tell a, a male who's like us to just not be on their phone because we're not really on our phone scrolling, liking photos and stuff. We're on our phone making money. Like I am like talking, I talk to like 30 plus clients a day. Yeah. Um, you know, people who aren't clients that just want to ask questions. I just do it all myself. And most people have a social media, they have an assistant, they have like a team leader and they have all these things. Um, for me, I was just doing it all myself and my health went down. Like, I always kept a physical appearance that was at a certain standard because I was like, I need to do that. Yeah. But, like, I would go days where I'd eat less food than Alicia and I was like surfing for an hour in the morning and then I'd be training. Like, I was in a calorie deficit for months on end. And then when I snapped my bicep, I went through like the yeah. you know, a minor version of what you did with the, with the heart attack thing where yeah. I was like, I was using surfing and training as an outlay from my anxiety around like work, 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 work. All I did was like work, work, work. I just wanted to see the numbers go up. I want to see clients do well, like, and I was building a house at the same time and I didn't have enough money. It was like stress, stress, stress. So I think so many people, men and women right now are stuck on their phones or on their TVs or both. They switch between, I do this sometimes. I'll go, okay, I'm going to get off my phone. So I go watch TV. I'm like, yeah. i just on screen. watch TV and be on your phone. Same you know? time. You're like, dof, 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 dof. there's yeah. so many ads. And then I'll go, all right, I'm not going to be on my phone. But then I'll end up my laptop doing work emails while I'm watching like UFC on the TV or something. Mm. And I'm like, I'm just highly dopamine. Yeah. Just absolutely like. you might as well just be watching fucking porn or like murder videos or whatever. It's just, it's your body has the same response when you're in the short sided, it's stressful and then long sided. So whenever you climb a mountain or you look out to the beach or something, it's a very relaxing feeling. Yeah, It's because when you're looking, we are in the tribal days, we were not meant to spend too much time looking this close because Mm -hmm. we're not seeing the wild animals that could be attacking us. We like, We get less stress from having wide peripherals and long vision because we feel safe. Yeah. But people don't realize this because they're in their home. You know, you're safe. You're in a chair. You're on your phone. Like, you don't think you're unsafe. But we still have the same body as a trouble person. Mm. You're still getting that response of, like, fear, stress, stress, stress. And then what's really hard about it is the more you're on it, the more you need to be on it. It's, It's like a weird thing. It's like the more stressed you get, you watch more stuff to get, like, a stress outlet. Or you get off that onto a video game, or you get off that and you're on a different social media platform, and we have we are having to verse the best psychologists in the world that are working for TikTok and Facebook and Instagram, like we're versing a team of a hundred office people that are working on these apps to make sure we don't get off them, Hmm. and then you times that with like using social media apps to grow a business, and then it's like double, so. Did you find that, like, by doing this 30 minutes a day or whatever, like, what was the differences in your mental health, just without even spending money differently or without even like doing anything different? Like, what was the differences?
1: Yeah. So, like, anyone listening to this, I don't. Yeah, I want to make sure we can make this as relatable as I can. And my whole life now is, I try and like, I live a very relatable life now. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't do anything crazy or obnoxious now. So, like, the protocols that I do now at the moment every day to reduce my stress levels to live a lot more calm and relaxed way of life is uh i've been getting into ice baths recently um and they've helped tremendously with stress anxiety and you can do that at home if you have a bathtub or you can buy like a cold shower yeah cold showers are good cold showers are good ice baths definitely have more research behind it in terms of immersing your whole body and, uh, but just starting your day with something like that shock you into it, shocking and putting your body in such a stressful environment helps your body then adapt to the stresses of your natural life throughout the day, because you're starting off at a really stressful voluntarily, uh, putting yourself into it. And then when you get out of it, like there is a stress response
0: when you're in it, but when you get out of it, you get this really you get really warm skin yeah and you get this really like you feel like you've just had like a healthy coffee or a, like it feels like someone just yeah.
1: gave you like a it's, lovely yeah. hug it's because your body produces produces something called norepinephrine epinephrine I think it's called and yeah. like noradrenaline and it boosts your body's uh um, dopamine levels and yeah. adrenaline and you get that feel good feeling for a couple hours after that and there's different versions of uh dopamine like As in like,
0: if you get dopamine hits all day through notifications and likes and like business calls and you make 10,000 or you lose 10,000 or you get more likes on a post or you get a message from a person you're talking to and it's either positive or you get rejected. Like if that's happening all day, that's too many dopamine responses and it's a dopamine response without you having to physically do anything. Exactly. If you exercise and get it by you working hard, you go through a normal hormonal response. It's like a wave. It's like... Oh, I don't feel like training. Oh, I don't want to go. I'm going to go anyway. Oh, this training session is epic. I've got a pump and you flex in front of the mirror and mm. you feel good. And that's a natural. You don't have to take anything to get there. Exactly. And then after the training session, oh, I'm
1: so proud of myself yeah. for doing that. You go through a reward like Exactly. Cycle. Yeah. Andrew Hubberman talks about that. Yeah. yeah. The fact that yeah, any sort of thing, anything you do that, uh, that increases your body's dopamine without a prior um journey to, to get there yeah, like yeah. snorting cocaine or like going your phone anything that produces dopamine without you having to work for it that's the worst kind of dopamine because yeah. that's gonna cause a even uh harder decline after that because and the, spikes so the spikes are so often and so easy violent up and down um so anything yeah like exercising doing something that builds that reward that's the best way to do it so like ice baths are great um staying off your phone as long as possible you know, reading a good book, learning, I find like just learning something new every day. Reading's
0: amazing. eh? Reading's
1: amazing. Um, I couldn't
0: read for the first 30 years of my life. Like in um, high school in like year eight, year nine or whatever, everyone had to read a Harry Potter book back when they were really popular. And I would sit there and I'd look at the book and I'd read the words, but it would go. Are you dyslexic? Yeah. I think I'm like, so I was diagnosed with ADD, but I wasn't diagnosed with dyslexia, but There's a guy on Facebook, um, I can't remember his name, but he's really famous on Facebook. And he does these like mentorships and stuff and talks about like responses and and psychology and whatnot. And he has ADD with a lower symptoms of dyslexia. And he explained what it is and I'm like, oh my God, I've got that. Like Mm. when I'm writing on a piece of paper, I put the letters in the wrong order and not notice. I get Mm. spelling errors on my posts, like all the time for years to the point now where I have to copy all my captions And like chuck it into a google docs file and do like a word check over it or like just could never write as fast as my brain was trying to and with reading it was like it literally was like every other kid was in the class or i'd go home and try to read i'd go to a quiet place just outside and i'd be reading and i would read the word you know harry goes here and does that but then as soon as i got to the second sentence that's that last um sentence would disappear and I have no memory mm. of what actually happened on it. And yeah. I'm like, what the hell? But then I got to like 30 years old and I found a book that was like a little bit bigger words and it was about like, it's uh, Ross Edgley. He's got like the guy who swam around all the way around the UK. Um, and it has like little diagrams and it's about anatomy and, and how nutrition works. And then like, I got right into it and I slowed right down. I read it before I go to bed and I'm like, oh my God, I'm reading. Mm. Like, it's crazy. It was. What was your like? What was your childhood like? Like, what do you think motivated you so much to be like become a millionaire? Like, there's obviously there's got to be some. Not every, not every eighteen
1: year old is sacrificing what you did to yeah. make what you did. There's some. some yeah, uh, I've been asked that a fair bit, so I've had I have had time to think about that, and I think um, I think it just came from not being in a place where we had a lot and wanting to see. The other side of it and wanting yeah. to have what we didn't what I didn't have as a as a family growing up so I think that because I always wanted to be a neurosurgeon when I was in year seven that was what I was studying like all these which is um, pretty crazy yeah yeah uh like I read a book by Ben Carson called Think Big and he was uh, a neurosurgeon and from then like I just read medical books for years wanting to become that and then I just zoomed out and I was just asking myself why do I want to become one and mm it was the money. It was a high paying job at the end of the day. And so I started thinking like, maybe I can make more money out of business. And that's the reason I went down that route. But the reason why money was a motivation was because I saw it as a tool and what it can do to help people. And, yeah. you know, and, and I've always kept that. The first thing in my life is, you know, just making sure that you never forget to give and keep that the first thing, like no one's ever gone broke by giving. You can give, like you should be giving as much as you can all the time. Whenever you have an abundance mindset, when you give, you usually get back pretty quickly. Yeah, you yeah? get back really quickly, and uh, giving without e- expectation too. Like no one just no one gives anymore without wanting something. Everyone's on social media giving to a homeless person with four videographers with. Yeah, shit. I know. Or even like, I saw something the other day. Um, I was actually in, I was at church yesterday, and they had the tithes and offerings, and. Uh, on the card, like it had like an asterisk at the bottom, like you know, uh, contact us for like these, like you know, tax, um, you know, tax, uh, tax write off, tax yeah. like you know, information. I'm like, so at a church, like yeah. people are even saying that to try and convince people to give now. Like people, I think people have just lost a sense of just looking after other people. Yeah. There's very few people like that are, that I know that still do, and those are the ones that really are just. Doing it right, in my opinion. Do you, th- a- Do you think, like, because we have pretty similar
0: uh, mums, like, yeah. they just like support us 100%, whatever we did. Um, and I think our mums is probably someone who gives without anything, wanting anything yeah. back, like yeah. our whole lives. I remember meeting your mum and just like speaking to your mum online and just being like a little bit of part of your life when you're younger and then just seeing you guys as you grow. It's like, it looks like that person that you looked up to, like she might not have had a lot to give, but
1: she'll always give to you. Yeah, you know like, what I mean? To support yeah. you. It's like that story in the Bible where that girl gives, you know, like her couple of cents or whatever she has. And that's worth more than the rich guy that came in and gave like 10 times her amount, but it was a little bit to him. She gave everything she had. And, you know, that's worth more at the end of the day because she's giving more um even though on paper it seems less yeah yeah um her heart is giving more and that's what yeah yeah, our our parents do they support us um then they yeah it's amazing looking back on what my parents were able to give with what they had and i'm sure you look at you look back at the same as well because you're really close with your mom yeah and like what um you know what she's been able to pour into your life even though she has probably gone through past you know um traumas and, yeah, and, yeah. and and struggles she's still there to um, give you value and hope and all that sort of motivation and that's one that's thing she or,
0: one thing she always did, and I think your mum was similar is she never judged me if I wanted to do something that was yeah. like different She wasn't like you know like some of these Chinese and Indian parents, and I don't mean just that race, but like they're the ones in the movies where like You need to do mathematics. You need to be a lawyer. Like you need to hire. And then if they were going to decide to like start a side business that their parents would like disown them and not support them and whatnot. And mum just was like, whatever you want to do, I will support you as long as it's not doing crack in a bathtub or something. You (laughs) know what I mean? Like as long as there's, as long as it's passionate and there's a vision in it. And as long as you can, you know, speak to me about like why you want to do it or whatnot. And I think it just it encouraged me a lot to chase fitness in, in a little country town that didn't have any fitness and no wealth in it because I was passionate about it and I wanted to mm. get into fitness and I was a skinny guy in high school, wanted to put on muscle and whatnot. And I think I was the same, man. like You grow up with not much and you're so obsessed with hustling to make money and then when you make all the money, you realize that it's not all the things that you own, it's the people that you have around you and the experiences you have and the health you have because there's so many I've had clients in their 50s and 60s that are men that are like have companies in the minds and they're like really wealthy driving like crazy cars and and they're so unhealthy and they got no relationship with their fucking kids and their wife and they got problems and they got injuries and shit and I'm like fuck like but until you experience it yourself yeah that's when it's like real and I think it's hard like anyone listening to this they're going to be like yeah well it's easy to say about giving when you've got money but I think giving can be just not money as well. Giving can be that old lady that's outside the bottle of all the coals and she can't carry her bags. Like you go up to her and you yeah. help her and people get weird about that these days. And so mm. like, is anyone recording this?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It just comes down to just being present as well. Like a healthy man wants a million things and a sick man wants one, you know? Yeah, so that's like, so good. Uh, if, if you're living your day and you're, like if you walk every time i walk past someone and they're crippled or they're walking like you know or in a wheelchair like i i always just say like you know thank you god for my legs or you know like just like yeah. appreciate what you have consistently because when you don't you take it for granted and then you know you don't really miss anything until it's gone it's like that song you, know, you don't love her until until you Is let it? her go or something yeah you, know, yeah, you don't yeah. realize what you have until you lost it and i think just being present and understanding yeah what you have um it's really important because that way you can constantly live, live in a life of gratitude. Um, and that's going to really, really assist you in just leading your team. If you have a business leading yourself, you know, mastering the art of self-leadership is important. And yeah. What's your, what's your like daily routine? I don't expect it
0: to be some like fancy, like everyday cold plunge every day this, but like over a good day of the week or a few days of the week, are you going in and doing a little bit of
1: martial arts? Are you... Yeah. So every day uh, I'm waking up, I go for, I have a coffee, I go and read, uh, read for about an hour. I Just read no phone and... No phone. I read the scriptures for about you know, 20 minutes and then read the rest on a normal book that I'm reading. Uh, you know, whatever book it might be, I try and read a lot of books. And then I, at the moment I am going for a cold plunge, funny enough. Uh, I do that and then I have another coffee and then I do whatever work I need to do sometimes it might be an hour sometimes it might be a few hours and then i'll go to the gym uh for an hour then i'll head and to do some uh yeah so mma whatever we're doing if it's grappling that day or wrestling so
0: you're doing the classes and stuff now no oh, i you just got
1: do your, private so you i've got, can... got a home gym so i get trainers over my house or i go to one of the one of the gyms in private session. and do a private session like you oh, yeah. uh, and do that every day um, that's cool. Every day you're doing a bit every of... Every day I'm so, like, doing uh, two training sessions, like weights, g- Just gym. taking it easy when you train, yeah. Yeah, it is hard to do both. Like, um, yeah, so I'm doing like hour weights training and then straight to the, the martial arts. And um, doing that five days, six days. People might
0: hear this and go, oh, that's too much. But for someone like you and I, if we don't give ourselves stuff like that, we, yeah. will, we will go back to trying to make more put more time yeah. in the business I think it's gonna make more money but we've given the best two hours to our business that's the quality work yeah we will do another two hours just because it's like fuck it's like farming work yeah it's like I'll just fucking
1: reap more that I sow or whatever exactly, it yeah. is like yeah and I, and I do give my body breaks like I, I, I make sure like, I'm not overtraining. You know, I do take those days off and I understand that my daily routine isn't um, you know, it's not going to be duplicatable for everyone because I don't have a nine to five job. But someone could um, someone could someone could go d- train in the morning, in and the then morning and afternoon. Yeah, I understand how it could be harder because they are working eight hours. I know what it's like. I was working as a you know, I've done normal jobs for a long time, so I know were, what it's like.
0: You were still working at the cafe even when you had like half a million dollars in your fucking.
1: When I had the R eight, I'm pretty sure I was still. Yeah, working. <laughs> you were
0: still working at the cafe. Yeah, as a barista, li- Yeah, I just liked working. You're like, yeah, I think it's good for like to separate. Otherwise, you just would have been on your yeah. business even more.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, I do want to make sure anyone listening, like, I, I want to try and make things relatable too because, like, there was a time where I, I, I had three jobs, three individual jobs I was working. And so if I was still working those three jobs, I would not be able to do the daily routine I'm doing now. So if you are working a normal job, just try and get exercise, prioritize health and exercise at yeah. least five days a week. Wake up earlier, do it at night. Uh, At the same time, try and prioritize sleep. And what you're going to find is that while building your routine and prioritizing things like exercise, health, and sleep and work, you're going to run out of hours. And so you're going to have to choose to sacrifice phone time, TV time, to then replace with exercise or an extra hour of sleep.
0: Everyone who says they don't have time to train or time to meal prep, they watch netflix for two or three hours every night yeah they literally will watch half a tv series like a 45 minutes hour or two episodes and i see it i see it all the time like these netflix these news these uh channel seven new like, win or whatever they wouldn't be successful unless of like more than 80 percent of the australian population or, or whatever is watching these yeah. shows you know netflix is booming like they got especially over COVID. and you know what's funny everyone says oh if i had more time i'd do it yeah. When COVID happened, no one was, people didn't start magically exercising and stuff. There, they yeah. just kept watching more of the stuff. Yeah. So I love that you said that. The you get busy, and then you'll make sacrifices on stuff that you need to. So yeah. by doing when when you think you don't have time to add in exercise or extra sleep or whatever or start a side business, that's the best time to start it because you'll figure out how to minus less time off. Or minus more time off the stuff that is not good for you like phone usage and like watching random tv shows or even
1: useless social interactions i have friends that can't be alone for five minutes they've got to be with someone so like even learning to be by yourself and just um valuing your time a bit more and this is just going to be obviously for people that want more which hopefully is everyone yeah um but yeah the first thing is just deciding whether or not you want to make the change to do something more with your life because if you don't make that change And you're not committed you are not going to give up the next season of the show you're watching to exercise or go to bed two hours early. you're not going to do it you're not going to have to drive so you got to start off by just deciding whether or not you want to commit to it and i hope you do because um you know it's what else you're going to do with your life you got to make a commitment change you know because like if you if you don't change your life and become better in business or financial wealth anything like that I still love, uh, like, love money and love the pursuit of financial gain. I'm still running businesses but it's for a different purpose now. It's smarter now and, and I still recommend everyone to get into that to become financially free because you're kind of doing yourself a disservice and doing the world a disservice by not uh, making, uh, not building businesses and providing financial stability mm-hmm. for yourself and for your family because if you're not going to do it, who else is going to do it? Yeah. And if you're sitting there watching Netflix and not gonna make the commitment to build a business, then you're doing your family a disservice by because you could be helping them with the money you make. There's a saying that says, um, you should be ashamed to die until you've made some sort of contribution to mankind. I love that. So why do you think that you can kind of just sit around and and have other people pay your dues for you? I watched the Arnie documentary, talking about Netflix, I actually,
0: yeah, that's cool, Like up. we both probably watch some downtime of television, we're not saying that. I watch TV, don't get me wrong. Yeah, 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 but after you've gone gym, After I've done the things I need to do. Business work or whatever, and for people like me and you, and I'm sure there's some people listening that are like, I don't know, like very heightened, maybe on the spectrum of ADHD or whatever you want to call it, high performers. Yeah. People that can't sit around and do nothing. Sometimes for us, watching a TV series is much more relaxing as what we actually need. But a lot of people, they're in the full comfort zone where they're just watching all TV, all phone, just doing fucking nothing with their life. And they're wondering why they don't have like a feeling of happiness because happiness is always on the side of purpose. Yeah. Like happiness as an actual goal is more of a short term. Like happiness is like seeing a puppy walk past or happiness is like getting excited about something. But like true happiness, like waking up happy is so strange because you've got one, you could say you're grateful for waking up and you're alive and whatnot. We could go down like the Buddhist kind of like grateful. But at the end of the day, most people are going to find happiness waking up when they've got a purpose for the day. Yeah, You know what I mean? Unless you're a monk, you're going to want something. And for people who are at a job where they don't like, that purpose for me when I was younger was like, I want to get one more workout in to get me closer to the dream of having a body that... I'm proud of that. Like people told me my whole life, I was a skinny guy. You're never going to amount to anything. Like you know, getting picked on when you're younger or when you first start saying you're going to do a fitness competition, everyone's like laughing in the background and whatnot. And you're like, you know what? Fuck yeah! Like this is. I want to prove these people wrong, but really, what you're doing is you're kind of proving it to yourself that there's a there's a short and a long term goal for something that you're you're fulfilling a purpose Mm. and for you right now i think that's where the changes happen to like having that having that minor heart attack and realizing that like your health is really important made you probably even more focused on like building your own businesses that you have full control over that you don't have to always be updating like you know you know the business where you're mentoring other people on crypto and whatnot that's very like you don't have control of the market so it can make you feel bad. Like you're giving every, all the advice that worked for you and you can see your proof, McLaren, whatever, nice lifestyle. Like, you know, I've seen accounts on your laptop or whatever, you've literally made the money. But you tell them exactly how you do it. You give them your best tips and the market can change because some yeah. fucking politician said something stupid and you yeah. like I have no control
1: over that. So I think yeah. you've made changes to your life where you have a little bit more control over your yeah. ups and downs. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not you're not putting yeah, the control in someone else's hands. And <clears throat> that is the reason why I do like business because you are in control of like how well it does, you know, it, to an extent, but you're in control of the effort you put in and no one's gonna put that effort in but you.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what's, what's, uh, what have you been doing now? Like what's the next thing, you
1: know? So I'm working on a tech company at the moment. We're launching soon. Um, so I've been working on that with my partner, Walter, and a, and a friend of mine, uh, Mark. So it's, it's in the fuel industry. It's nothing to do with cryptocurrencies. Fuel. The fuel industry. Amazing. Yeah, so that's gonna really be pretty cool. Like um, new, new fuel or just oil? Uh, it's uh, like to do software and tech uh, within the fuel industry. Oh, so yeah. to, to yeah. optimize the fuel industry. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'll yeah. tell you more about it um, off camera. So yeah. um, we're launching that in a, in a few months. So that's where all the focus has been. Hands on deck there, and then yeah, right now just really still at the moment taking back, taking back my life. Um, you know, putting in good habits. All the hours that you lost on screen time. All the hours I lost on screen time. Yeah, yeah. Prioritizing real experiences. Been traveling a lot. Um, yeah, you know, um, just really focusing on that, and yeah, just trying to live a bit more and and. You know i don't run any mentorship groups anymore but anyone that dms me and asks me for advice like like i said i give them the advice of just take care of yourself first yeah. make sure things are in order make sure you build the foundations people don't want to hear that though they don't want to hear that but it's I, the truth i didn't want to what hear what i'm saying that.
0: is like if you did a mentorship program and you were actually posting stuff that you know
1: now as in like <laughs> the the camera died we went through an sd card uh, but yeah we're just talking about like um taking a step back and just like focusing on yeah, your health oh yeah we're talking about the mentorship so it's funny you say the fact that if i started a mentorship group and helped people just focus on you know you and development of you i'd get a lot less members well, yeah, yeah i did I, I had a crypto group became the biggest one in the country we had you know and thousand thousands of people monthly into it and um it was going crazy and then i launched another mentorship group. Uh, focused mainly on just business and, and just like uh, It wasn't like crypto tips It was more it like crypto. It was, It was business advice mentorship and yeah we had less than half the amount of subs on that You know why? Because, because people want instant, yeah. fast money unrealistic gains and People want to be sold the American style of like the American
0: dream or the American style of like a course where it's like Yeah If you actually you know sat beside a base model maybe just a prada or a base model mazda or whatever and you're like you know what i could afford to have whatever but i have this car because it's smart it doesn't give me too much stress or whatever and then i have my normal humble home just a three-bedroom or whatever um i go to the gym i'm a normal guy i have a normal lifestyle i don't go to the hamilton island on private
1: general mm. no one's gonna buy that
0: yeah it's so strange hey it's exactly. like we are our worst enemy we want to see stuff that's unrealistic to motivate us it's, yeah it's
1: just instant gratification and it comes down like if you don't go through the process on actually getting it, then you're not going to have the power to keep it. Yeah. So if you get given things instantly and make a million dollars overnight without putting in any prior effort comes back goes back to that dopamine conversation we had about prior effort and the reward of having the gratification after it, then you're going to be you're going to lose it just as fast. Yeah. yeah like the a, faster they, you they get it, say the that faster that you lose it. There's a,
0: there's a cool um facts on people who win the lottery that are like poor yeah and, that end up that going broke within within like 12 or two years they're fully yeah. broken in in more debt or something because they've created this life so they can't afford that they don't have yeah. they don't have recurring payments like now those
1: big lotteries over in america before they get the money they, they have to go through compulsory like three month counseling with a mental person like because uh, of these psychologists problems. to go through yeah to like before they receive the money and then they pay them out on to a monthly basis them. yeah Because it's a real problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, know, if you have a million
0: dollars up into your account and you're used to having like $300 in your account, like at the end of the week, it'll make someone fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, and fair enough. Um, I mean, at this moment in my life, it, it actually wouldn't. For me, I would buy two properties and I'll be broke like yeah not you're broken. smart okay,
1: well, I've lived a little bit rewind to 21 year old Jackson oh I'd be fucking yeah. I'd wrap, wrap myself around a tree
0: next to fucking Paul Walker in a
1: Porsche or something mm. like that I'd have that same like yeah. fast fucking exactly drive fast watches and I would hate myself yeah so now you're in a, in a place where you can receive it it's like um, I heard a, a preacher say one time that God won't give you like uh, a, a door to walk through until you have like uh, until you're ready to walk through it you know, so like, yeah. you're not going to be able to be in a position where you can re- receive these crazy things unless you're actually done the work and you're, and you're in the right place. And you don't want it either. Like you don't like, look at you, if, if you were 21, and you had a million dollars yeah. in your account. You wouldn't actually, it wouldn't actually be beneficial for you. you no, I yourself around a tree. no, I wouldn't because I wouldn't learn how to be successful in business. I wouldn't learn
0: how to be a better people, people person and people skills. I had to be quite selfish in my early 20s around doing bodybuilding and building a social media platform. It's very selfish. Mm. But, you know, you, it is. you look at c and stuff and if you're really good at it, people end up end up looking at you, but uh, looking up to you. But in the middle of his preps, his wife was like, he was in the back of like a minivan and have the chair down, like laying down, playing video games on his phone, or whatever, in between his workouts. And they'd be going and doing meal prep and stuff for him because he was like exhausted. This is like before yeah. he, just right before he competed. But like, he had, to people, he had to have people around him to look after him. Mm. And when you're doing bodybuilding or when you're going a business, you have, to, you have to be selfish. But I think you and I have got to a period in our life now where we don't have to be that selfish. We need to be selfish for a few hours each day. I think everyone needs to be a little bit selfish. Mm. But knowing when to be on and when to be off. Yeah. And when you can be off and just relax. like What I mean is like when we hang out, catch up for a coffee, we give each other energy and we leave feeling like refreshed. Yeah. When you're with certain people doing certain things, you don't leave feeling refreshed. Yeah, exactly. hundred
1: percent. Those are the people you're talking about. you say, have some people that you hang out with, yeah. some people that you don't. Um, it's funny um, with Chris Bumstead, you were talking about it before. I was staying at a place um, over in Tuscany, Italy, a few weeks ago. I was at a hotel, like, like this old castle in the middle of nowhere, like hours yeah. and hours, hours away. Like when I got there, I had to sign like a thing, not to post anything on social media. Like it's like a real fight oh, wow. away. And there was like two hotel guests, and um i looked at chris bumps story uh the day after i left he checked in and he was there for a few days so like this is one of those yeah because yeah, he needs to get away from yeah you, all yeah that. yeah so that would have been crazy been with his wife yeah here, there, yeah um <laughs> training with him that would have been pretty cool
0: that's pretty wild yeah see while he was traveling even in these places didn't have gyms he would just he would do push-ups and shit. like the yeah. best body beer in the world is doing push-ups in his fucking house with no one watching like, yeah that's that's when someone who's like committed in what they're doing and still yeah. eating clean and whatnot i'm excited for the next few years with yourself um i know that you're getting into um nogi jiu-jitsu and stuff yeah. and i've started doing private sessions i'm not able to go as hard as what you do i've got my old bicep injury yeah, and bicep my, knee and- my knee injury i'm like an old fucking broken up broken down man but that's years of smashing my body and not giving myself enough time and rest but I'm excited you're doing this and then you're off again somewhere. Like we
1: had to fit this podcast in today because you're off. Yeah, today. heading up to Victoria today for a few days to hang out with some, I'm um, uh, going down with a few guys. Uh, we're going down to Mornington. It's like, there's a big hot spring down there. Oh, I'm amazing. gonna spend a week there just to like really relax. Yeah, a lot of refreshes in my life right now. Yeah. Um, doing that and then Malaysia the week after. Um, Malaysia for the tech? No, nah, no, nah, uh, I'm taking my brother there uh, for like a holiday. And then, so that would be good. But, um, yeah. And you're off to Bali as well? Yeah, I'm off to Bali for five days and then Indonesia for... Um, oh, uh,
0: sorry, Bali for five days and then Lombok for, like, the same thing. I'm mm. literally going to be going to Lombok with one friend and this friend, he's, like, a full... He literally studied Buddhism, like, full, stayed with monks in um, India when he was younger because he had mental health, depression problems and stuff when he was in his early 20s. And now he's, like, a full... He's the most chill person to be around. Uh, he, mm. he has, like, an... Like an older kind of well, he just recently got a similar a newer phone because we were like, man, you need like a phone that can call people and shit. But yeah. he used to have like the most basic stuff. He grows a little vegetable garden and stuff. So I'm going to be spending um, two weeks with him, like that'd surfing and doing yoga and just like oh, that'd be real good. going to ice baths and saunas. Yeah, oh, that'd be awesome. Because Lombok's like the old Bali, like when mm. it, Bali used to be like chilled, and you can actually get places on scooters without getting stuck in traffic for yeah. hours and stuff. But then, Bali. I'm going to be doing some collaborations. And again, Jim just rehabbing my knee and just getting ready for the surfing. But exciting. We're both doing cool, fulfilling shit. And yeah. it's not always filled with, like, ego-driven things. Mm. Like, it's really cool. Um, how do people find your socials are you're not really someone who like really pushes the socials but you do have a yeah socials.
1: not really active on socials um my instagram's uh just my name at jesse mickness um, how do we
0: spell your last name
1: mci double n e s yeah yeah uh jesse j s e s s e um but yeah not really too active on socials at the moment or anymore but um but they can kind of see through some of they your can old, see old through stuff. my old stuff and i, I yeah. have some stuff up there still but
0: yeah which is pretty cool to go through after this chat and kind of have a look at the like yeah it's easy for someone on a podcast to say we you did this and you did that and like obviously they know that we're talking about honest experiences but when you see some of the stuff on the social media you're like holy oh, shit! like
1: yeah they hear it and they don't believe it i, I hear that yeah. all the time but yeah but it's also for them to see it and go he that wasn't happiness you know wasn't ha- I that's mean, what i like on it was just fake happiness like you it know, was exciting it was exciting time. it yeah, was yeah. temporary but wasn't fulfilling you know it's Everything I do now that might be a bad choice, I just say to myself, am I going to be any like happier tomorrow by doing that now? Yeah. And the answer is always no. Yeah. yeah. You know, to most like, to negative things, you know? Yeah, yeah. But even reading that um, ebook that you wrote, what was that called? Mind wrote, Body Strong. Mind Body Strong. Um, I've read that like at least 50 times. Oh, really? Yeah. Thank I love you. that. I love that ebook. Um it Took me
0: a long time. I would go down to the bottom of Cardi's after I'd walk in the morning. Not, my phone would be in airplane mode every morning while i was writing that book while i was writing that ebook i went through like a bit of like a monk mm. monkism thing um and i would go to point cartwright nearly every single morning and i'd run the hills and i'd swim in the ocean winter summer whatever mm. um phone still in airplane mode the whole time and then i'd go down to the little benches where the outdoor workout area is at La Bolsa, just down there and i'd open a notepad with an old school pencil and i'd yeah. write a pencil and it took me nine months to write just really? that short ebook because i just kept wanting to like write like what made me healthy and happy and stuff and you know it's funny i'm gonna go back and read that it's been years since i've read it and yeah. that was probably when i was like the most healthy and happy but again wasn't being yeah. on the phone all the time
1: i remember at one stage it's probably still when i whatsapp messages i messaged you on whatsapp and i was like hey bro like i need that book whatever you like that book that you were saying you wrote can i have it and you sent yeah, it yeah. to me and yeah, i read go. it so many times because i needed it was my mind and my my life was just business, and then reading your ebook, um, it was the parts of my life that I wasn't focusing on that I needed strength in. I needed like to focus on my like my mind was good, but uh, my like it's my internal health yeah. and um, you know like mindfulness i guess i need a, I needed help with, and you're the guy I looked up to in terms of like just figuring out like your physical body how to be healthy, happy strong yeah. And um, it's an awesome ebook, man. You should definitely tag that back up in your are I will, I lead. will.
0: I actually took the uh, website down for that because I focus on booty by Jacks and like, yeah. my female clients. But I'm starting to post on my old personal page again. Mm. It's still got like fucking a heap of followers yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. And I'm going to be making like a members only um, site on there where I'm going to be like providing stuff. But I might just add it as a Linktree link and just yeah. put the MindBody ebook yeah, back in there. It'd be really cool. Thank you so much for coming on, brother. All good, man. Good man. to see you again. Awesome. <laughs>